One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is season, season two, two of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. Recording. We're recording. We're live. Thank you so much. Welcome to Downtown Abbey. Yes, today we're going to be talking about tea and porcelain. Crumpets? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Lady Chesterly. Oh, hello. <laughs> well, hello. actually, <laughs> welcome to episode 62, everyone. 62. It still amazes me that we're getting closer to 100. Like I knew it was going to happen, like intellectually, mm-hmm. but emotionally, I don't. Well, we still it. have a, we have we still have a, a little bit to it's go. Four, less than forty. Well, okay, less than forty. <laughs> so, episode sixty-two. Thank you for joining us again on Pedro. Let me tell you. Yep, thank you. And we have a very, 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 very special guest with us today. She is a blogger. A, a oh, what's the people who who do thing philanthrop philanthropist philanthropist I, yeah philanthropist yeah a philanthropist all around ball and sunshine. <laughs> Angie Armada is with us today. Hi, Welcome, hello. Angie. Yay. And Angie is going to be our co-host for the whole show. Yep, Woo-hoo. yep, she is. So before we get into the, the show of it all, shall we say, um, for you know the three people out there who don't know who you are, why don't we give them a little bit of a primer? Now, I know you're, you're a blogger. Um, yep. Sweet Sirena is <clears throat> the, the website, right? SweetSirena.com. Yes. And what can you tell us a little bit about that? I blog about a motherhood blog and a, with a focus on mental health and beauty. Um, I love to talk about um, anxiety and depression because I feel like a lot of people don't talk about it um, or people don't talk about it enough uh, after you've had a baby. Um, I like to talk about beauty. I just like to talk about things that interest me on my blog. Cool. And I know it started off um, started as a beauty blog yes. initially, right? Yes. And now as you now have a three-year-old, I believe? Four-year-old. Four-year-old. Going it's, on 25. <laughs> aren't they all? Yes. It's kind of morphed, yes. right, into yeah. more of a mommy blog. Yeah, definitely. It started out as um, all beauty, but, you know, as life changes, everything, I kind of roll with the punches and um, picked it up as a motherhood 
thing and I like to talk about parenting and mm-hmm. things like that. I find that so fascinating that there's so much, I guess, in the mommy blogosphere. Yeah, like, it, it's, 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 a, a it's like a whole real thing. thing. Yeah. It's it a really real is. thing. Like, yeah, yeah. It, totally. Do you, why do you think that is? Like, of all the people who would blog, like, I never pictured it would be like moms. You know, yeah. I pictured it'd be like emo goth kids trying to get their emotions out into the world or something i really think it's because um and not just moms because they're starting to be a bigger presence of dad bloggers too now but i think it's just we as parents we really need support um with kids i mean kids are they change your whole world everything changes when you have a baby so um the support the need for support is is huge now one of the things that that Again, as as now you've become a a, a mommy blogger, mm-hmm. um, you have mentioned a lot about mental mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to pry, yeah, but you know, where did that where did it stem from? From like personal? Definitely from personal experience. Um, after I had my son, I've always been some so a sort of like happy person mm-hmm. um just... that doesn't come through at all by the way <laughs> at all uh, you're sitting here so sullen it's not even i'm funny. just a very like a uh, positive person always you know um and i just like to see the positive and everything but after i had my son and it wasn't the kind of depression that like people are like oh i'm having a hard time connecting with my baby or anything like that it wasn't like that at all like your typical postpartum depression was not me um i was a more anxiety like I saw things happening before they happened, you know. Oh. My son, my husband and my son walking down the stairs was anxiety for me because I'm like, he's going to fall, the baby's going right. to fall, we're going to the hospital. I was already planning my trip to the ER. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. And he's just walking down the stairs like nothing's, nothing's happening, you know. Calm down, Angie, like it's okay. But it was like an overwhelming physical thing. Like anxiety mm. is not just a mental thing. Like my throat will close up and I like – get the shivers because I'm just so anxious you know what I mean and for a while I thought oh you know what it's just pregnancy hormones it's just an imbalance yeah it'll go away away in a few months you know your body goes through something crazy when you have a baby so I'm thinking oh it's just something like that but a year later I'm still feeling this way and it's starting to turn into rage at this at this at this point you know what i mean it's like i drop my pencil i'm burning the place down like damn i'm pissed she's going lisa lopez on that yeah i'm like yeah don't put her next to an sat test taking center (laughs) (laughs) actually no but um so yeah it it was turning into that and it was affecting my my life you know i was starting to get depressed over it and so i um i went to see my doctor and at first i thought you know maybe something with my thyroid i still wasn't like oh it's anxiety and depression and she's like how old is your baby i'm like he's a year old and she was like you know you, you might be dealing with some postpartum anxiety and depression um why don't you try taking something and at first i was so against taking medication mm-hmm. i was like no i don't need it it's not a, like come on but i needed it and i took it and it my whole world changed now i mean mental health is something that you know is still an issue that people have a hard time speaking about. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stigma. And mm-hmm. why do you feel or what have you found, especially like postpartum? I feel that postpartum depression is something that even today, now there's been so many women who've talked about it and even celebrities, women that have shared their stories. It's still something that people have such a hard time grappling is postpartum depression. Why do you feel that is? Well, you think like there's two, I feel like there's two um, reasons for that 
you know, there are many of reasons for that. But for me, I feel like I've wanted a baby all my life. Like, ever since I was little, I want to be a mommy. You know what I mean? My mom had my brother when I was six, and I was the one that was like, that's my baby, you know? (laughs) And um, so finally, I get married. I have this baby. I should be happy. You know what I mean? And but for some reason, it's just it's an like you said, it's an imbalance. It's you know, you have crooked teeth, you get braces like it's something that I need to not necessarily need to fix, but something that I need to learn to deal with, you know. And so and then there's another thing that's like culturally, you know, how long have we been talking about postpartum? hasn't been that long you know what i mean like really diving into it and people speaking up about it hasn't been that long and culturally i feel like especially latinos you know um oh like she's she's fine like yeah. you're fine like get calm, over it get exactly over it. you have a healthy calm baby down. get over it exactly you know? what are you upset about you have a healthy baby you should be happy yeah. you know and it's yeah. And it's not always that way. And then you you feel worse because yes. then you feel you that. Know, you know you should be happy. I mean, yeah. that's not the problem. It's not that you don't know this. It's no. a vicious circle. And it's not that I don't love my baby. I love him to pieces, you know, but it's something in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, and I, and I think that's very important. You, you know, Latinos, it's there. That stigma yeah. continues to be there. Totally. Like my, my abuela suffers from depression mm-hmm. and it didn't start until old age when my grandfather started getting sick and you know, my father at first, you know, it was kind of just like, it's not, it wasn't his mother, it was on my mother's side. It was kind of like, you know, oh, but I don't get it. Like, why doesn't she just like, you know, look at like that, that, it. That's life. You know, mm-hmm. we'll get old, we die and just, you know, and it's like, yes. And intellectually, you know this. It's not an, it's not a, like something You're that not being I irrational. don't understand. No, exactly. I understand that me flipping out because we're going a different route to church is not a big deal. Like Angie, like it's calm down mm-hmm. like we're taking right. the palmetto instead of the turnpike it's not a big deal yeah. or is it but <laughs> <laughs> it depends uh, on the day and the time yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly, i take the palmetto exactly. every day yeah, it's yeah, not right? fun no but it's just something i can't control you yeah. know yeah. do you think we're getting better about that as hispanics do you think like as newer generations come up we're gonna acknowledge it so. a little bit more i hope so i hope i can't say for sure but I know that more people are talking about it and it's getting easier and that's why I like to be as open as possible because I'm Puerto Rican and I have family who have, you know, who have mental illness in mm-hmm. there like not a bunch of crazies, but I mean yeah. they are a bunch of crazies. I don't know Hispanics slightly. Exactly. But, you know, uh, and they don't know how to deal with it or they don't know how to talk about it. You right. know what I mean? And so someone in kind of their shoes, you know, mm-hmm. whereas Latina, she's 30-something, you know, like, she can talk about it. It's okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I hope that this I, stigma... I, I think the new generation, definitely. Yeah. But the old generation, because I think for the old generation, you know, whether they come, mm-hmm. no matter where they come from, that was seen as a point of weakness. Yes. And, and I feel so that it, it was uh-huh. an extreme. You yeah, yeah. you were either una loca arrebatada needed uh-huh. to go, well, in Cuba they say mazorra, yeah. to the manicomio, or you, you know, there was nothing wrong with you, snap out of it. Yeah. There's no in between. There's no like, no, I'm no. going through a rough moment. Yeah. There, no, and it's it's very sad. Because yeah. I, I think, I think, 
how many people had to suffer yeah. in silence in or silence even more yeah. because they couldn't be open about mm-hmm. their mental they health talk you know, to for generations so or for sad. decades. What's no. really sad? Isn't the town that you're from in Cuba, didn't women just set themselves on fire a lot? Yeah, where my parents, it's <laughs> terrible. And yeah. my my parents are from this. <laughs> I wish we I could say be I laughing didn't understand. <laughs> my parents are from this uh, small little town in Cuba called Calo Roja. And the way that women would commit suicide, they're setting themselves on fire. And it would be either it would be anything whether they were depressed, whether their a man left them, um, Widowed, what, they were just so upset they were just they would, and I'm like, fire. but why, like, why that, route? why that route? Like they didn't have sleeping pills in Colorado. I, mean, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, coño, what a way to go. But what yeah. I find, it's not a laughing matter. But no. what I find so. I don't know when they talk about it, that they talk about it so casually. I see, but that one that I had a Maria Estela, like I said, Chocandela, ella era amiga, but they say that like so casually. Like, see, like I said, Chocandela, ella era amiga de Fulano. And I'm like, this is not a casual occurrence. Like, this is like a very tragic, horrible event. But they talk about it like, Nothing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I have just... an aunt who went to war. Like, she, she's in the army. And my grandma calls her La Loca de los Milagros. What, la Loca like, de los Milagros? Yeah. She's a veteran? And, <laughs> yeah. And, like, passing. Like, oh, si, tu tía, La Loca de los Milagros. I'm like, can you not call her? Like, so your grandmother like, doesn't, she went to war. She doesn't like, acknowledge oh. her sacrifice. No. Like, she's just like. She's just like, I ain't like, that's it. Just like, get over it, you know? I'm like, kinda, she's seen you know. things, whatever. Seen we all exact. have. Like, you know. <laughs> all righty then. You know, we're we're an interesting bunch, <laughs> we aren't are we? An interesting <laughs> culture. Those are the things that, you know, as as different as individual Hispanic cultures can be, God, we have a lot of unifying uh, traits. Yeah, Not all really of them good. Like, Not all of them good, on. but they're unifying traits. Exactly. I feel none of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all have rhythm. Exactly. That's a good one. That's a good, That's a good one. one. That's a you know, forget her sacrifice of yeah, being a veteran. No, no. Es una loca. <laughs> <laughs> you know, la hija de Estela, que se hecho candela. You know, exactly. It's whatever. <laughs> well, that's great that you have that that blog. Tell us an, again the name of the blog and where Sweet we can Sirena. find it. Sweetsirena.com. So, Sweetsirena.com. Sweet Sirena. As yes. in, like the mermaid. It's like the yes. mermaid, Mariman. Yeah. .com. Now, I did mention philanthropy. Yes. And you are also working on... It's a new project. Um, It's called Small Seeds Grow Big Trees. And I just... um, Basically, the gist of it is that I'm I'm working on helping the homeless in Miami. Or people just general, in general, in need. Um, Women's shelters, orphanages, things like that. What exactly are Um, you doing? So, like, now, uh, the the first big project that we'll be doing, um, which we haven't even announced a date yet, but... We will be collecting for just like, um, I don't know what to call them yet, like a meal delivery, mm-hmm. you know? Okay. Um, we went to Winwood already once, and we just kind of um, handed out uh, food, mm-hmm. um, little plates, and, and we had them in a bag, and I had, um, you know, cutlery and fruit and granola bars and things like that that they could, like, save for later. And um, just handing them out, I mean, I feel like in our city, if we want it to get better, mm-hmm. we need to kind of work on it ourselves mm-hmm. and where, where did that stem from because i mean there's there's a lot of outreach that can be done across many forms why oh, this yeah. specific one caught Honestly, your your heart i've always kind of had a heart for the homeless um huh so do i mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't it's not that i've ever been homeless it's not that i know someone personally mm-hmm. that was homeless i just i feel like um 
as a as a, someone with family, I could never imagine like my tío, any of my tíos. My mom has six brothers. I could never imagine any of them being homeless. I will always have my door open for my tíos, always. Right. Or my tías or my cousins or anyone in my family that needs someone, they can come to my house. It's it's open door. So I see someone and I'm like, where is his family? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? System? Where is his support? Where is his village? And it just breaks I think heart. they are one of the most misunderstood and maligned mm-hmm. group of people there are yeah. because um, most people say oh well they could get a job and, yeah. like, and I and I always when I hear people say oh why don't they get a job I always yeah. say really because would you hire them yeah if, if they came in through your door exactly you know, would you hire them yeah. and if you did hire them would they make enough money to sustain mm-hmm. themselves exactly. you know especially in a city like Miami by the time they get enough money to get themselves a place or any kind of on their feet on their feet like going to take forever you know what i mean it's really hard whether it be addiction or mental illness or just falling on hard times i heard a podcast once of a guy who fell on hard times Mm -hmm. and he thought oh it'll just be for like two or three days well it ended up being two or three years and by the time he like was able to get on his feet he was so animalistic that he would like growl you know what i mean because he hadn't spoken to people in so long that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? To see a person and not treat them like a person. I saw, <clears throat> I've, I've mentioned it here on the podcast, um, just in passing in previous episodes, um, part of what I did in terms of law, uh, law practice, uh, I, I worked on uh, foreclosure defense and loan modifications a lot during you know the, the years of the economic meltdown, 2008 through like uh, 2012 especially. Those were the really bad years. And I saw so many people who were just a heartbeat away from being homeless. People that had a home, people that had families, people that had jobs. And, and they were like one step away from being homeless because if both mom and dad lost the job or both the head of the households lost the job and you have children and yeah. you lose your house and maybe you don't have a, a family or a support system that could take you in, what do you do? Exactly. What do you do? And you're talking about, you know, a regular... The average person. Middle is, class and, person. But isn't the yeah. statistic that the average person is about like, what, two or three paychecks away from being homeless? Yeah. I mean, it's it, if you put it into that perspective and think about it, we live in Miami. Miami's not a cheap city. No, and people are not earning means. what they should be. It's funny because I lived in New York and people always say like, you know, New York is so expensive, so expensive. And I always tell people, I'm like, well, New York's not cheap. I mean, I'm not going to... No. I'm not going to say that. But if I look at what I was making in New York to live, I lived out in Queens, compared to what you can make in Miami to just live in a nice area. I'm not talking, you know, fancy, high-rise and brickle. New York is actually a little more comparable. Like, the pay, it's almost like they understand. They're like, it ain't cheap to live here. Yeah. We'll work with like you. Like, where yeah. you lived, it was very fair. It was it's fair. Like where you it was, lived it was yeah. average. in Queens. And That's what I'm saying. You, I yeah. think that what you paid in rent in Queens for that this apartment. is about what I pay now. Yeah. Or... No, and your no, no. apartment was way bigger. Yeah, and, and had all a backyard. That. Had a backyard had, and yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. I used to live in California, and it was the same. I got paid more. Like, I, I right. was able to survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here, it's not like that. Because I think Miami has grown so quickly, mm-hmm. and it's it's gotten up there. Hasn't caught up. It hasn't caught up in terms of wages. No. Everything else has gone up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Remember when it used to be, what, 400 bucks, 500 bucks? And like that was an expensive day? one that included yeah. water yeah. and electricity cable? and cable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. 
Because I'll never forget that the the guy in front of my parents' house was oh he's always had an efficiency even before they were in. Yeah. <laughs> they were like one hundred and fifty dollars a year uh, yeah. a month. I mean, no, this was year. like this I was, was like say, this yeah. was like in the nineties. There yeah. he was like one hundred and fifty uh, a month. You know, oh for just a room, but yeah, it was yeah. 150. Like, who anybody could afford that? Man, yeah. when we first got together, we lived in an efficiency together. Uh, I wish we could go back because it was 800 dollars, and it was like a one bedroom. Mm-hmm. She had it set up so that there was like a kitchen area, mm-hmm. a little living space, and a closed off bedroom. Can we go back to that? Because that was cheap. You could save money. Exactly. But then again, I always say <laughs> Miami, the place where people live in inefficiency but drive a BMW. Right. <laughs> Yes. That's like a total Miami thing. If you're yes. not from Miami, you you won't get that. As as I as I a friend of of my boyfriend said once, the thing is that you can live in your car, you can't drive your house. Yeah. There we go. But you could look okay. pretty fabulous driving your BMW. Right. Exactly. I'm saying, you know, if, if you exactly. can't afford a house, you can live in your car, but you can't right? drive a house. Exactly. Yeah, anyway, so that. when something I wanted to talk about which um, it's kind of related in a way you could go down the line of mental health because it's certainly um They've, they've said it's linked to mental health. In our previous episode, we talked about the whole thing of, um, well, Facebook being the parent company, re- trying to test out removing the likes from Instagram. And this is something that people have now become very vocal about. Um, not only in part because we talked about it in our previous episode, but obviously... And clearly everybody listens to our podcast. Exactly. And... <laughs> Uh, but now people have become very vocal about it because they're testing it out in Canada. And, um, you know, depending on how it goes or it may not go, they may bring it down to either the United States or just in general across the platform. What are your takes on that whole removing the likes thing? Um, let me see. I don't know, really, because I, I kind of feel two ways about it. Um, I understand kind of why they're doing it, but they're doing it because of, like mental health and kids yes. and, you know, and, and measuring their worth um, by the number of likes that they get, right? right? right. Um, which I feel like we as parents need to do better if your kids are measuring their self-worth by the number of likes they get, you know? But um, I, I wonder how they're going to do, like, I'm, I'm kind of a, I hate saying it, but I'm kind of an influencer. Here in Miami. We, str- we struggle with using that term, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, um, you know, companies, they look at those likes when you're working with them. Like, are we going to be able – is that going to make a difference? You can still or? see it on the back end. Right. Okay. It'll be like your Instagram stories. You yeah. can see how many people have seen okay. it, but it's not going to be – in terms of the general public, yeah. they're not going to have that. Right. Okay. So uh, what will probably wind up happening – and, again, I'm going to speak for the entire advertising industry right now – is they'll probably – because you can still see how many followers you have, I'm assuming. Okay. right? It's just the likes. So they'll still see how many followers you have. And uh-huh. then what will probably wind up happening is they'll ask, ask you for, for your media kit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And within that media kit, you'll probably have to include mm-hmm. a screenshot. See, he just included like the that. whole mm-hmm. advertising yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah gotcha. I, I, that's, what cool. I, that's what I would do yeah. if, if this took effect. Yeah. But when it comes to the likes, I mean, and the kids and the, I mean, I guess whatever helps. Well, they, they did it. In, but it's it? not only kids. It was also, yeah. there was a lot of research done in oh, terms of adults. Yeah. You, know, you, you know what the thing is? But, okay, here's my question. Does it really help? Because 
if we just keep putting up like these bumpers, like you know, when you go bowling and you have the the the, the bowler bumpers, if that's all we constantly no, here, do, here's here's the thing. This is how I see it. Are we not giving them the skills law, to learn how to deal with? You know, things? I have a background in law, obviously, and in in law, something that you con constantly struggle with is law catching up with technology because technology is something that's always changing and evolving True. and growing, and law is something that is as fast as molasses. I mean, yeah. it. So how does law Frozen catch molasses. up with that? I feel the same thing is with mental health. Yeah. Because social media, just 10 years ago, which 10 years is not a long time. Yeah. 10 years ago, yes, Instagram existed, Facebook existed, MySpace was around back then, but it wasn't even 10 years ago, it, it didn't have the profound daily effect that it has on our lives now. Mm -hmm. So I think that mental health also has to catch up with the fast-paced movement of social media yeah. because the, all these experts that are talking regarding depression and mental health uh, as it pertains to social media it's not only children it's adults, it's as, adults well. as well so you know it, it's just a growing pain of social media yeah. so I think it is very concerning because maybe you're not affected by it or you're not affected yeah. by it or I am but there are a lot of people I, I always say this yeah kind of in jest, right. but it's true. People that are, you know, on their social media put on their fabulous children, oh. on their fabulous vacations, yeah. in their fabulous restaurants. The yeah. You know, everything mm -hmm. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If you're having a shitty day and you look at that and you're like, oh, look at Jackie at the Ritz Carlton yeah, with yeah. her pretty little kid, you know, yeah. in the slopes, you're going to be like, bitch. <laughs> like, I think that's why I like to keep it all the way real on my account. Like, I, in the beginning when I first started, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to go on stories because I don't have any makeup on. When do I put on makeup? Like, honestly, <laughs> let's keep it real, okay? Nice if I'm not nice going anywhere, on today. yeah, if I'm not going, because I'm going to the wharf later, but if I'm not going <laughs> anywhere, I don't have makeup on. My hair is usually in a top knot, and I'm usually in my husband's basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and that's, I'm a stay-at-home mom. Like, I'm home with my kid, you know what I mean? But that's, for all intents and purposes, as an influencer, that's how it should be. There yes. should be authenticity. And that's just something else we talked about in yes. the last episode. There should be authenticity. Mm -hmm. If you're an influencer... Yes, I know at a certain point if you're standing with – there's only so much naturalness you can do while yeah. holding a product yeah. at the right angle so the logo yeah. looks just right and yeah. the, the hashtag and the blah, blah. But yeah. it's got to be your voice. And, it and that's separate, yeah. yeah. Right, but, but okay. But let's go back to what we talked about in terms of influencers in that episode. Mm -hmm. She is the type of influencer that she has a product – you know, whether mm -hmm. it's your philanthropy or whether yeah. it's your your uh, blog, yeah. you have something that mm -hmm. you are presenting. Yeah. The influencer that I'm talking about are the people that, you know, have hundreds of thousands of followers and it's just selfies of themselves. Yeah, yeah, you know? totally. And it's like, okay, what what is it? Whether that you're selling or that you're presenting or that you're yeah. bringing to the table, what is it? Just you know that you're you're hot. I mean, yeah, you're hot totally. and you're, you're in these exotic places and this Don't you know, hotel. Shame. I'm not hot shaming, but but that's a reality. <laughs> that's also no, not a thing. But, by and the way. it's also like it's it totally is because like I get hot shamed all the time. If it does, she's she's. You know what? I apologize, Angie. I I sincerely. I um I see people who talk about mental health and they always look beautiful gowns. Just like mm -hmm. perfectly glowing. I'm sad today. Really? Mm -hmm. Are you? <laughs> Are you? Because you look perfect. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's not what it looks like. You know what I mean? And you you're selling and people sad. a dream. Look, I, at, look at Carrie Underwood. Cry pretty. You can, you know. I think I think it is a problem. I think yeah, it is a problem totally. that in terms of mental health, mm-hmm. uh, they need to catch up on because I think it's something that affects a lot of people. And it affects different communities in different ways. Definitely. And, you yeah, know, whether it's that. a competition of who looks mm-hmm. the best or who's going to the best parties or who's traveling, you know, around the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, even children. Even, yeah. even children. Like, if you're somebody who, let's say, you said you've always wanted to have a, a child. Let's say that you're somebody who's of a certain age already. And you see all these people, all these other friends of yours, you know, plastering their children <laughs> online. You know, because social media is more accessible and you're seeing this more and more and more hitting you. You know, that's something that works the number on you. Okay, but let me but let me let me flip it a little bit here. One of the things that I've noticed a lot recently, and this is actually something I've been to talk about, but haven't found a way to integrate it into our show. So welcome, Angie. You're going to be the the, the, the one who gets it. <coughs> Excuse me. To me, with this whole let's take away the likes thing seems is an extension of this thing that is happening now, which I have crazy issues with, which is trigger warnings. I have a problem with before people start talking about something being like, this might make you upset, so you might want to not listen now. It's like, no, you got to learn in life. Like, you're not going to be walking down the street and it's just like, you know, 14 people are going to come and be like, trigger warning, an accident's about to happen, look away. Like, you have to learn how to cope with things in life. And I mean, should there be some type of warning to just be like, you know, hey guys, um, we're going to be talking about this, this, and this. It's, you know, maybe... Don't have the kids listen or mm-hmm. things like that. I can understand yeah. like parental warnings yeah, or what yeah, have yeah. you. But to me, trigger warnings just seems like coddling. That's my that's my perspective, and that's what this you know. Well, if let's not let's not show you how many likes because that makes you sad. You know, it's like no, just kind of. I mean, it that's sucks, life. but that's life. You're not gonna always. Nobody's ever gonna give you a warning all the damn time. I can kind of see like both sides at this point like um yes i don't want to coddle and i I want my son to learn how to cope with bullies bullies are not going anywhere they're never going to go anywhere and i need to teach my son how to handle himself accordingly um but also i can understand where you said about um someone wants a baby for so long and they don't have one and they go online and all they see is all these Mm -hmm. other people having babies when i first had ozzy i thought about some friends of mine who couldn't have kids and i almost felt bad sharing Mm -hmm. my joy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i knew that they would see it and that they would feel bad you know what i mean um but there has to come a time when like you should be happy for me you know what i mean like i know this might sting but i'm your friend and you know what i mean like you have to kind of roll with those punches like you said the way you're sympathetic to them exactly should be happy for you i I, the whole thing with the whole thing with removing the likes yeah I I don't care either way. Yeah. But the whole thing that removing the likes, I just find it amusing if they d- were to remove the likes. I mean, again, they're testing this out. But let's yeah. say that they do. I just would find it amusing to the people who either are influencers, the type of influencers that I mentioned, not like you, you know, yeah, yeah, or yeah. even us. Influencers that, you know, it's just them. The product is them, like yeah. their body, where they're going and yeah. whatever. Um, or even people that are not quote-unquote influencers just have a lot of yeah. followers and love to get the likes. So yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. can see, oh, look how hot I look in my bikini, yeah, you yeah. know, or yeah, my swim, yeah. you know, my Speedo. Look how hot I look at my yeah. Speedo while I'm like, you know. Why are you in, bringing up my Instagram? In, um, <laughs> while I'm in, you know, Hong Kong, in the Four Seasons Hong Kong, 
pool yeah. overlooking Hong Kong Harbor, you know, so I could get, you know, uh, because as I was telling him in, in the last episode, yeah, you could still see the likes. So oh, it's great. I got a thousand likes in this picture. But what's better than me knowing that I got a thousand likes in a picture yeah. is everybody else knowing that you that got a thousand likes in the picture. Yeah. That's yeah. why people do it. So yeah. I would just be interested. I, I think it would be interesting and hilarious for like that demographic of people that now that this like feature could potentially be gone, like what are they going to do with themselves? Their their daily existence is have... not validated. Exactly. What if you <laughs> didn't they'll probably have just the start ability... taking well, they'll probably just taking screenshots of the pictures yeah. on the back end with yeah, the yeah. likes <laughs> and then post that. Yeah, right. Be like, oh, look, they really did like this picture. What if they, they like took... me? They really, they really, really like, like me. <laughs> <laughs> what if they took the ability to like a picture? Out completely the only issue i have with that is that part of the part of the, the whole thing with social media is the engagement of it yeah yeah yeah. and so then you know you're, you're removing essentially the, mm-hmm. the 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 reason yeah. quote unquote that it was created which okay. is to be able to engage yeah, and yeah, like yeah. people's pictures and comment and okay and things like that so then yeah. it's just a then it's just flicker mm-hmm. at that point it's just a mm-hmm. photo album mm-hmm it's funny because like when I started my social media, my personal, I was on social media. I was on got MySpace when I was on in law school. Uh, I mean, this was in the early 2000s. And then I got off of it because when I started practicing law, social media was still not acceptable, especially I was working at a really big firm. So then I just never got on it again. I never, I really skipped Facebook. But then a couple of years ago, I joined Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, me personally. And um, it's funny because at first I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to like include just pictures of me or pictures of like my family? And I'm like, you know, that's what like what, I didn't go out to set out, like, to go against what everybody else did. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to post pictures of, like, I'm very picky on, like, nice pictures. Like, I want a very nice professionally shot picture of, like, my food or of, like, of architecture or of, you know, me at the gym or whatever. And I even, like, color code my pictures. Like, I'll have blocks of pictures that are in blue. Then I'll have blocks of pictures that are, like, in green. Like, that's how, like, in terms of the aesthetic appeal of my Instagram is. I don't put on any memes. I don't put on none of that. And I have a lot of followers. And, you know, because I guess I found, like, a of kind yeah. of, a, of a road that yeah. so there's people that enjoy yeah. that enjoy that um but i think that for for a lot of people and and well i think a lot of people just go on as you said just to share pictures of their family or their kids or the you know they person, go somewhere they yeah. go somewhere but that's why i feel that sometimes even if you do it in a very benign way what well, you're doing in a very benign way and i understand it's life but the pro- the difference is that with social media you're inundated with pictures and all that and yeah you could say something as simple as like well then get off of social media but then if you get off of social media in this day and age i i don't know it's i feel it's like a very it's kind of like a very hard subject to really grasp because it's something that affects different people in different ways oh yeah social media for me is definitely a very big like connector for me and my Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. My family. My, I'm the only one here in Florida. Mm. Everybody's in New York. Everybody's in Puerto Rico. So, you know, for me to watch their life and be included in, like, things that they do on day-to-day, it's social media. Without social media, I probably wouldn't be as close to my cousins yeah. As, yeah. as I should be. Now, shifting from social media but still on the issue with of phones. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple of days ago, there was a report, uh, well, a two-hour uh, report on ABC News by Dan Sawyer. about self- CBS Sunday Morning? No. You changed the channel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, about screen time. Uh-huh. They found that most Americans are about four and a half to six hours a day on their screens. Is that across all screens, inclusive of TV and, uh, and, phone. and desktop? Yeah. Phone. Oh, okay, okay. Just phone? Looking down. Okay. And we check our phones anywhere between, like, I think it was, like, 300 times, like, 800 times a day. Yeah. So, and they found, they found that when you put all that all that time together, a year, it's 49 days. So, out of 365 days, 49 of those days, you know, if you put all the it's time together, is us on the phone. That's crazy. That is crazy. So what, what what are our thoughts on this? I'm going to give you another thought that's not – because that's the average. Us three here probably spend more time than that on our phones oh, yeah. just by virtue of what we do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I look at my phone now, I updated it recently, not the, the last update, but the one before that. Um, and now I can see, like, my screen time and, like, oh. what um, what I've been looking at on the phone. Okay, let's take ourselves out of the equation because we do have platforms that require yeah. Yeah. screen time. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, think about it that way. Like, but, um, a month and a half with us, it's probably closer to two or but, three. But an average, I mean, because, yeah, I mean, you, you have a, I mean, you have a, yeah. a blog is screen, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, let's take us out of the equation. That's a lot of time. That is a lot of time. I, I, even the 300 to how much did you say? The 800? Yeah, times a day. Times a day. I mean, I feel like that's a lot. Yeah. But think about it. Think about, you know, like if you're in line waiting somewhere, if yeah, you are, totally. even if you're stuck in traffic sometimes when you're day, in a red my light, phone you're like, died and I got lost in Hialeah. It was like being in 1990 oh, no. again. Oh, it was no. crazy. I was like, oh, how'd like you make it, it out? I It took me like two hours to get home. Yeah. You were reading a road sign out. that had four names on it or four Pretty street Pretty much. Numbers. I was yeah. like, <laughs> this number, it was like two number. Oh, it was crazy. But I got home. Just eventually. drive toward the beach. Yeah. Just go east. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. My dad always told me that in Miami, if you ever got lost, go towards the airport. You'll That's what my way. dad said. Yeah. Always, always. And now if I get lost, I look for the little airplane. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's it like, is, like but it's follow the yellow brick road. Yes, it's it's true. in the middle of the city. So yes. like once you get there, you can figure your way out. Yeah. How crazy. So yeah. That's a lot of time, yo. That is a lot of time. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, I cannot imagine. Is that did they break it out? Was this eight, 18 plus? Did they include children in this? They included all 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 demogra- all humans. ages. All humans. Because I would yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to see if it's even higher the younger you get. Because that's the average. Um, well, let me tell you, Ryan Ryan's toy review. He's got all these kids on on the. Okay, phone. can we talk about what is this Ryan kid? He has, a, he has a show on Nickelodeon now too, right? Okay. He has a I show on Nickelodeon. Okay. Doesn't he? Le, le, he does. Let okay. me. Le, I'm glad you mentioned yeah, 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 yeah. that. So let me. 
I'm, I'm gonna put in oh, yeah. a little in Tristan <laughs> insert. Well, can we? Well, so, what is so this? Tristan. What, what, wait, wait. Let me. Let me. Let me. <laughs> so Tristan. Don't have children. Something that I've always debated with is the whole how much time, and I'm sure you've debated this. How much of the phone uh, are we gonna give him? You know, I, because I, I, when I see these people with like the kid is like a zombie on the phone. I'm like, nope, that's not gonna be my kid. But then I have found times that I've been in public that he's like a monster, and I'm like, here, stop. You know yeah, what I mean? Totally. You know, and I'm like, oh no, totally. I just became that person. Yeah. And I, up to now, uh-huh. I've been very lucky in terms of the content that Tristan watches. Yeah. Tristan's phone, cell phone um, usage, at least when he's with me, is monitored. Uh-huh. And I've been very happy that. Um, and his his mom monitors his, monitors the the, well, the, yeah. the usage as well. But I've been very happy that it's been educational. Like mm-hmm. Tristan knows all fifty states, all fifty yeah. capitals. He knows capitals around the world. Asking how many counties are in Texas, I, I, and he will name you the two hundred and fifty. I even know there's two hundred fifty seven counties in Texas. He knows a periodic table of elements. Oh my God. So up to now, I've been like, bueno, coño. Now that he's you know that he's you know he's <laughs> watching all these videos, yeah. right? With the exception of Ryan's, Ryan's toy, review. toy reviews, and I'm like, I watch it, and kids like a fungus. because you know I'm <laughs> well, him too. Like I, I still have the kid mentality mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, I totally get it. Yeah. But I watch the Ryan's toy review, especially I don't know, is that his big brother or his dad? That's his father. Get the una cara de mongo. That it's like, bro. I'm like, I cannot. Is this a joke? His parents get on the screen, and I'm like, change the channel. They creep me out. I can't. So is it okay? So so again, I I've, I know of it. I feel it's become more it. of the parents okay. than the kid. Let me break it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan's toy review is basically a little kid in front of the camera, okay. and he reviews toys, new toys. Okay. They send him toys. He says, oh, I like. Which this is a toy, thing that whatever, people whatever. do online Lots now, right? Lots of people right. do it. Okay. Yeah. But his parents are like super into it, right? They're like um, stage mom, dad. Yeah, type of thing. and okay. they—I think they almost like to review the toys. They've eclipsed the show. Yeah. I see them yes. more than I see the kid. Yes, and sometimes they're like, "Come on, smile." <laughs> what is this like, Gypsy? It's just like, "Smile, baby, mama's gotta get a new pair of roller like, skates." Oh, like he's just, you know, I, the I'm telling you, I think the show's more about the, the parents than the kids. And the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One time they were at the park, and the mom's like, come on, play. And Ryan's like, no. And she's like, come on. She's like running around, como una loca, like, but the And father, the kid's just the like. The father looks like yes. an overgrown kid. Yes. And the, oh, oh, that, the kid that, yeah, the kid that all, like, at the family parties, they're like, sit thing. down on the sofa and ja, don't don't talk to anybody. Like, go. I have to And they must be thing. making very much, very good well, they money. Eight million dollars, if on I'm not what? mistaken. AdSense and all that? Yeah, YouTube. He has, I know that the other day they drove Crazy. to McDonald's and um, they he has like a Porsche Carrera, whatever, because I could notice in the steering wheel. I'm like, how the hell did that son of a bitch make that money to get that car? And now <laughs> and now he has toys and clothing in stores in Walmart <laughs> and Target. But wait, how does he have toys if his whole thing is reviewing started, other people's toys? He started his own line of merch. But, and let me tell you, my son begs me every time we go to Target. I'm like, we are not good enough. He has enough money. <laughs> no, no. Tristan was like, oh, it's starting on Nickelodeon next week. And I'm like, 
you're not going to watch it. He's like, I am going to watch it. And I was so proud of him because up to now, it's been like educational content yeah, yeah, except yeah. the toy review. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn it. There's well, another one. You know, we all have our Melrose Place. Yeah. I just watched, rewatched 90210. Don't uh, I don't judge. I rewatched Melrose Place a couple amazing, of years ago. And I'm getting ready to start. Okay. But the thing is that if it would be funny, because he watches some stuff, like he loves um, like the, loud house. the Loud House. And I think uh-huh. The Loud House, have, have you seen it? No. Is hilarious. Yeah. And he's into Paw Patrol, but most yeah. kids are. But you see Paw Patrol, yeah, yeah. and it's cute. Yeah. You know? Um, he loves masks. SpongeBob. He lo- Oh, he was obsessed with PJ Masks. Like, I see those things, right and I'm like, oh, they're really cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they tell a story. Just in time. I love Just in Time. Yes. Have you seen that, yes, time? I have. The other day, my son was like, Mommy, in New Zealand, they do things like the haka dance. And then he did. He performed Aww. the whole haka dance and i was like how yeah. where did you even just in time yeah that's cute that is Thank cute you, just in time. right so you see that stuff yeah, and it's yeah. like okay this is like really cute but then i saw the toy review and i'm like Pero and que like, esto. my brain is melting <laughs> it's rough yes there's another one i think called dad city i think that i'm looking at my husband for confirmation but i like that one because he's dad more city dad city and he's like more normal yeah. like you know you know who i what also do you don't think get is the appeal of this you know what i don't get is it's that yeah. chiquita i'm jojo and i'm i have these big mouths oh, oh, she oh. looks like that her. i haven't seen but her you know yet. who i'm talking about yeah, right yeah, yeah, oh my god. god when i see her because yeah. yeah she's already like a little older she's 16 have we have have you seen whatever happened to baby jane no. Okay, she reminds me of the Joan Crawford character who like is, you know, 50 but still dresses like That's the hay- the heyday yeah. of her popularity. Yeah. Like JoJo's going to be 72 and still with a big ass bow and her cuatro pelos que le quedan at that age and a ponytail. Her hairline is back here. Already. Yeah, yeah, that, it'll that be that like, yeah, okay. and she'll just be like, "Let's party." Like and her know, bows no. are like expensive. Yes. <laughs> the, not recently. I want to say the other day because we're in Miami and we always say the That's other day. That's how we, yeah. The other <laughs> day, she had a Sweet 16 and North and Penelope were there. Oh, yeah. Like the Kardashian and Disick. Mm. Like those were the ones attending. Like you're 16. Like turn up, girl. <laughs> no? like, yeah, no. I don't know. Invite no. some Disney Channel stars at least. Something. Come on. At least somebody your age. No, kids. No. It was like kids, children, yeah. babies. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, I know we're not the demographic, but yeah, no, no, no. no. You can not be the demographic, and you can understand. Yeah, yeah. The appeal of like the Dad City one. I'm like, yeah, okay, he can watch that. I don't mind. And then there's another girl that does just mashems. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, those are cute. I like little mashems. mashems. Yeah, Yeah, my son loves them. Like, I'll, um, I'm okay with that. But as soon as Ryan comes on, I'm like, all right, let's do something else because we can't. I can't. I can't. Watch it. Yes. I don't want to say things. something offensive, you know. No. It's like an ogre. Because at least the mom is very energetic. She's like, hey, you know, but the dad is like, oh, let's jump into the pool. It's so cold in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> there was one video once, I'll never forget it. It's this guy in like a Spider-Man costume and all of a sudden he's splashing around in a kiddie pool and all of a sudden there's just dogs coming in the pool with him, like a golden retriever, a German shepherd, and he's just like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, this is some weird fetish shit and you were not watching Oh yeah, this. that's like, up there that's with it. like ballooning like, not, and no, smushing. Mm, and but clearly, yeah, clearly like, we're, we're we are in the wrong because none of us are making a million dollars a year. That's true. You know what? Oye, vamos a empezar a abrir caja. YouTube. I'm like, okay. Vamos a empezar a abrir caja here and just be like, this is pretty. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. What would we review if we were to do like a review thing? Well, I would say music, but that doesn't really, no, that's, that's not really no, relevant yeah. anymore. Nobody cares Movies, anymore. that's not really relevant no. anymore. TV, that's not really relevant anymore. Mechanical <laughs> pencils. Okay. Ooh. I, I am kind of a pen connoisseur. 
Like when I get a nice pen, I'm like, Ooh, yeah, this is a nice pen. The way it rolls, it's got to roll. It doesn't leave fine. any any um. Yes, the can ink. I use a highlighter over it? Yes, or is it gonna bleed? Yes, mm, these are things people don't think about. Exactly. I knew exactly. I liked you. Yeah, I know. A pen I is not a just a pen. No, no. It's, not. it's also mightier than the sword. Basically. Get through how that I do. Well, I. It's funny because I was like, well, I had two topics and. I'm going to not talk about one of them because it has to do with social media, and I feel like we've been talking about social media for a lot. But I'm going to switch topics a little bit here. I'm going to get a little serious-ish um, with what's happening in Venezuela because I think it's you know it's important for us to just kind of bring it up. I don't know. Angie, are you aware of what's going on right now in Venezuela? Basically, we've got... to say no. Well, that's okay, but I think a lot of people... Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things we've talked about a lot uh-huh. here is you know the coverage of Venezuela is limited at best mm-hmm. um and i think what we're seeing is you know you've got the maduro regime there and then you've got this other guy i can't I don't remember his name guayal what is it um go continue no. <laughs> we, we can never remember his name it's just one of it's like whenever they talk about that gay mayor who's running i'm like peter boogie boogie what's his name i don't yeah. know mayor pete yeah, but he has a last name. It's not like on this birth certificate. Budajag? Yeah. Okay, I always say like boogie boogie or booty booty. I don't know. I can't remember how to s- I see it spelled. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, There was this whole thing this week where, well, by the time this comes out, it'll have been last week. Um, The the new president or the self-declared president. Juan Gaido. Gaido. Basically was saying like there's going to be an uprising with the, with the military and the military should join us and so on and so forth. And didn't quite happen. Although he does have on his side now, he he pardoned Leopoldo, uh, who is like the, the opposition leader and all that. And one of the things I'm kind of glad that you you were kind of like looking at me saying like, oh, I, I don't really know what's going on is I just feel like, again, we're looking at something that is so important and so relevant and it's not getting any coverage. Well, actually, <clears throat> comparatively this in particular, speaking, this because we we've talked about here a lot of times how Latin American issues don't really unless it's the caravan, right? Yeah. Right, yeah, unless yeah, it's yeah. the caravan. Yeah. Um, Latin American issues don't get coverage. coverage. You know, I knew I knew this was happening literally because at work we got an email from our rep at Univision saying like, "Hey guys, some of your spots might get pulled because we're covering what's happening in Venezuela," and I was like, "What's happening in Venezuela?" But this yeah, yeah. did get covered. In fact, it was the top news story. In at CB, I'm sorry, in uh, NBC at their um, nighttime, the 6:30 nighttime. with uh, Lester Wait. Holt. It was their main news story for a couple of days. Was it really? Yeah, it was. It actually was. Well, what do you think it was about this particular? I well, mean, because it's nothing new. Well, uh, the, because the president responded. But he responded the last time too. I mean, it's not like... yeah, but no, he actually responded with that he re- he was going to support them and uh, he was waiting on them if they you know if they if they asked for assistance in terms of the United States, and um, there was also kind of a little bit of a rumor there that Russia was involved as well. Again, um, yeah. Well, n- yes and I'm no because bowl. what they were saying was that Maduro was ready to leave the country, to Cuba, uh, but Russia told him to back off. So. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, so I, I guess my my question to you then is, you know, as somebody who doesn't necessarily follow this, and I don't yeah. put you kind of on the spot, but I mean, you're 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 Puerto Rican, born in Miami. Not born, well, you weren't born in Miami. I was you born, were born in California. In California, that's yeah. right. But you raised in Miami. Mm-hmm, I think Miami, it's fair to say, Miami, Miami, Miami girl. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is about? And I'll, and I'll phrase the question that I just put to you. You know, why do you think it is that in general we continue to see these things happening and 
makes no we dent. Don't get enough. Of, makes no of dent. Coverage. Yeah. I, I, you know? I don't know, honestly. I don't want to say anything that's going to, like, I don't know, offend people. Or Why start like now? We do, we do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that it's not that it doesn't matter to enough people to make coverage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I Sometimes I wonder if it doesn't affect you, then. You just don't care. Exactly. But, I mean, the same could be said about. I think it's racism. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, the same could be said about like, what is it? That's the the, the Civil War Syria. Doesn't really affect me. I mean, let's no. let's be realistic. Like, yeah. it's horrible. It's yeah. sad. It's tragic. Yeah. But I woke up today, and it's not like the first thing on my mind was Syria, and yet it's splashed, you know, everywhere, left and right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I guess I, I don't know. Maybe it is like DJ said. You know, there's a little bit of tinge of racism in there, mm-hmm. but. But then, you know, you've got Rubio, Diaz-Balart, and Rick Scott, you know, having a press conference to talk about it uh, yeah. over here in Doral, you know, yeah. which is, what is it, Doral-Suela? Yeah. You know? But do you think that's why? Because there's a big influx of Venezuelans over there that they care more? You know what I mean? Like, do does our country care about people outside <clears throat> of our country? I don't know. Just sometimes... I think... I've said this before on the podcast, yeah. so... And this might offend people, but it's okay. <laughs> it's our show. Um, I think right. that I think the American public, as a gen- as a whole, doesn't care about Latin American matters. There's nothing there. Um, I think that, um, and I, I, you know, I sound like a broken record. I really noticed this when I moved to the Midwest. You know, for most people that are white, if you speak Spanish, you're Mexican. They have yes. no like. Oh, a, well, you, a lived, clue. you lived in California. Started, yes. They have no clue. And Brunswick, Georgia. Uh, yeah, they have no clue yeah. that there is a continent yeah, filled yeah. with different com- you know countries with different cultures yeah. that all speak Spanish. Yeah. That Spanish. Or the know. difference between a Caribbean and like the right. Southern or the, you know that Spanish you know? comes from Spain. Yeah. That mm-hmm. most of the, you know these were all Spanish. That's yeah. the like that's no, whatever. And I think that for a lot for a very long time the um the package or the image that was sold of a latino or somebody who's hispanic is somebody who is an immigrant somebody who comes to clean your house somebody Mm -hmm. who comes to you know pick tomatoes the Mm -hmm. nanny that is the image that was sold on the american public and the american public doesn't really care and that's how they see us that's how Mm -hmm. they will always see us or at least for now they will see us until you know somebody rises up they're like oh look at esta jennifer lopez wow que caliente and it's like Oh, oh my god. Or like someone saying, like, where are you from? Oh, I'm Puerto Rican. Oh my god, you're so exotic. I'm yeah. like, really? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm me. just Puerto Rican. Yeah, like it's to me, <laughs> human is not exotic at all. It's, yeah, no, exactly. Like who exotic desserts, it's a flan. Yeah. Like I, it's exactly. not an exotic dessert. You know, it's just it is. So I think that for most people, you know, uh Venezuela, there's a problem in Venezuela. Oh, but let me let me kind of flip it on something that you were you were just saying. Um, you know, obviously you started really focusing on beauty and, and makeup uh, blogging and that and as a Latina do you feel that there was some you know challenges that maybe you faced as a beauty blogger being Latina that I, the average blogger and that's not a world that I know too much about so forgive me may not have encountered even just something as simple as maybe like the products that they would send you were not 
you know, for for a Latina skin tone or Latina, Definitely you know, thing, that things like in that. In that respect, the beauty community is trying to get better mm-hmm. um, because they're, you know, now I feel like it's almost a competition. Like I have more shades than you do <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> in foundation because you know I'm more inclusive than you. You know, um, and now like in PR, they're sending like multiple shades so that you can find your perfect shade you know okay but definitely that's something i think that i mean you can't see me now but i'm brown and um <laughs> finding your perfect shade is tough sometimes you know what i mean you're either too light or yeah, like too you, dark you no or... longer i think they don't even refer to it as like nude or flesh flesh anymore because it's flesh like has never been my color right because okay? nude and flesh was always a white girl in Connecticut. Exactly. That's whose flesh they were see, looking at. You see, there was at. like an um an article. I can't remember where I saw it. Probably Facebook. But <laughs> um, they came out with a more inclusive band aids. More band aids. Band aids that are more fleshy toned, and there was an African American man who had a cut on his thumb, and he had a band aid on. You could barely see it. But didn't they make the, clear ones already? Like, yeah. didn't that kind of take care of that problem? I'm just saying, like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> wouldn't but, that just kind of like eliminate the, the, the little, need for an entire new product? The little <laughs> like, patch wasn't clear. That's fine. I mean, I don't yeah. know. It's a band aid. But I'm he not... was talking about how he felt so much if better. If I need a band aid, like, I've got bigger problems than whether or not it matches my tone and how do I look. And, you know, like, I'm but trying he was to cover the, extremely the gash. About you know? it, yeah. But you know what, though? That's something like really a band aid. That's something that's really trivial. You don't think about it. You don't think about it unless you are somebody of a different color. Yeah. Because you know what? If you are of a darker complexion, and I, I mean a, a much darker complexion, yeah. and you put on that Band-Aid, that, that white very Band-Aid. white Band-Aid, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, oh shit, you know, like. No, I get and it. And you but look at the package like, and it says this is nude or flesh color. Right. That part, I'm, flesh, I'm, that part like, I'm totally on board with. But I think yeah. if you're using a Band-Aid, you're, you shouldn't be, like your, your worries should be about like, can it stop the bleeding? Yeah. Not like, oh, it doesn't match my skin. Do you got another one? Like, no, you know, it's like no, you're like gushing out blood. See, I like, could see how yeah. that, you know, and I'm not saying that Band-Aid needs to introduce this line of like no, 52 no, different no, no, tones no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> of, of it. Because, of you know, yeah. even as a white person, when mm-hmm. you put on a Band-Aid, it's not that the Band-Aid matches your right. skin yeah. tone exactly. Right. But again, I mean, if you are somebody of a higher pigmentation, uh, m- 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 uh, exactly, and you're darker and you put on that white flesh tone, yeah. you know, white Band-Aid. You can see it from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. so I, I could kind of see that. Uh, I mean, those are small little things that you don't think about, but yeah. if you are somebody else, you it, it does yeah. affect you. I mean, yeah. I, I don't think you should also be crying like, oh my God. No, of but, course but, not. But it's <laughs> yeah. like small little things that it's yeah, like, Yeah, that you notice that are not. This is not all inclusive. It's funny because I, I it's always not one say, size fits all. I no, always say no, no, that no. as a left-handed person, the world discriminates me because <laughs> I, I could never write in a trapper keeper. Oh. I could never write in a notebook. No. <laughs> your desks at school the were weird. My, must the must be like on yeah, your It was hand. terrible. My, you know, my my hand Turn is it always blue. Down. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. So anyway, I want to switch it up to something a little bit more uh, lively because it's something that I just read now that right. I know that you, sir, are going to be very opinionated about. Uh, I don't know about you, Angie, but but it's definitely will be a topic of uh, conversation. So remember we had mentioned the Billboard Awards? Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, Taylor Swift opened up the Billboard Awards. La pobre. <laughs> you her, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like we already okay. know how her okay. opinion may or may not go. I'm just so, so uh, talk super about flesh tone. You, you know, yeah. you, you heard that I got we yeah. got hate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So Swifters part of part of her entrance, she had a drum line. She had a drum line. Oh yeah, marching band. Oh, a marching yeah, yeah, band. Yeah. So like Beyonce didn't do that now. Like, Beyonce fans went online saying that she copied 
uh, Taylor Swift, and they want no, Billboard Taylor Swift copied that Beyonce. Beyond, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift copied Beyonce, Ooh. and that they want Billboard to bring down the video because she is appropriating Beyonce and black culture. Oh my God, Internet, you're making me defend Taylor Swift. I don't even understand what we're gonna because, have to do because, today. Because because Beyonce did in the whole marching band thing. Yeah. In her documentary, she says that one of the reasons she did it was because she had uh, visited several, you know, historically black colleges and she was inspired by that in terms of her performance. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, but now Beyonce fans, I'm sorry, Taylor, Beyonce fans, Swingers. yes, are saying mm -hmm. that she culturally appropriated Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't with the cult. Like, I oh. can't with the internet. Let's start there and work our way down, shall That's we? Rough. Like, okay, first of all, I knew you were going to like that one. First of all, again, <laughs> I'm having to defend Taylor Swift, so I may just die of an aneurysm during this episode. <laughs> okay. Has, His eyes are twitching. Like, I don't know if he's... Like, <laughs> marching bands are not created by Beyonce. Have they heard of The Music Man? It's a fucking musical that revolves around a man coming and leading a marching band and swindling the town. Also, Gwen Stefani was doing the marching band hey, shit with Holla Back Girl way I back when. Madonna did the marching band. At the, uh, that, that stupid song with and MIA. Give, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Marching bands uh, are Bowl. not new. Marching bands are not owned by white people or black people or Hispanics or ogres who live under a bridge. I just don't even understand. And the fact that it's become... But Beyonce is a supernatural force. Come on, Beyonce let's give her that. Beyonce is a mundo. Okay? She's just... She's just one more person in the like universe. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> I just... And then they call for like, oh, take the video down. It's like, for what? For what? It's not cultural... Let me, let me tell you something about cultural appropriation. Ooh, let's do it. <laughs> I have an issue with it. Because where do you start to draw the line? Do I get to go up to people who are dancing salsa who aren't Hispanic and be like, stop, that's Excuse my culture. Enough. Sorry, you can't do that anymore. We should go places. We and should like, totally. Every time someone takes a croqueta that's and just not be like, Cuban, just, just knock out their hand. Out of yeah, hand. Yeah, just be like, like get away like, from like, our culture. Okay, yeah. You don't get to eat that. Yeah. You're not allowed. You're not Cuban. <laughs> you know? like, you're yeah, not, yeah. Yeah, like, no more margaritas for you. Yeah, Cinco yeah. de Mayo has been canceled in the Bible yes. Belt. <laughs> like, like, where does it end? No that's my, you know, and, and I think there is something to be said for it. You know, people taking credit for things that were started. Instead of appreciation, what about appreciation? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there are certain things I'm bringing it like... to light. I may have a platform that somebody else may not, and there's an element of a culture that I enjoy, and I'm, I'm giving it exposure yeah. from, a, from a good place. It's not... a, more of a compliment than it is. You know, like... There are people who who are exploitative. Yeah, absolutely. But of I course, think, but that like, happens with anything. But that's everything. You just mm -hmm. got. You have to have context. Mm -hmm. You have to have context. Yeah. And, and I think we've become a society devoid of context. It's kind of like that whole um, thing that you guys. It was like one of my favorite episodes. I don't know why, but <laughs> the um, the episode with uh, the Little Mermaid and. The girl trying to make it like a Me Too thing, you know. Oh what yeah, 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 yeah. Because she didn't. Or maybe have, it's cold because, outside. Um, yeah. Because kiss the girl. Because yeah, yeah. she yeah. didn't. She didn't have a voice yeah. and she couldn't agree to be kissed or whatever. And it's like she's literally she nodding her puckering head. Puckering up. She's like, okay. I don't, I don't like... understand what more symbols, <laughs> signals you can give than just be like. Mm, and I like... feel like the fact that we 
um, people, the whole thing everything. was that she couldn't speak. That was yeah. the whole thing. He yeah. had to kiss her without her speaking. <laughs> they kind of left out that little detail that in the argument, like, right? That was like the challenge. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And again, her body language was literally like, lo que le faltaba was for her to just pull him in yeah. and kiss, plant one on his lips. Of course. But I feel like that, it's kind of the same thing with the cultural appropriation. Like every little thing that comes out, we're like, oh, cultural appropriation. Oh, cultural. So when it actually does happen, something serious, yeah. we're like, like, yeah, it's just another culture. Like, like with me too. Yeah. Like with you know, Same if if, mm-hmm. if everything is a reason to get upset, yeah. then nothing is a reason to get upset. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yes. There, the cultural I mean, appropriation certainly but... does exist. It does exist, of and course. yeah, there are people. There are people who have made careers out of ripping off different other cultures yeah. and, and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, in t- in terms of where you guys um, say you draw the line, I remember that uh, I think it was last year or something. Katy Perry got a lot oh, of yeah, shit because she had a little purse that was like a takeout. Um, yes. Like a takeout, mm-hmm. little Chinese no, takeout thing. Yeah. Takeout box. And she got like a lot of shit. And I remember looking at the picture. I'm thinking, what's wrong with the picture? Like, you know, what, what what's wrong with mm-hmm. it? And then it was the purse. Yeah. And I was like, wow. You know, because I... I'd like to think of myself as somebody who's very sensitive to yeah. issues like that. Um, and, and even I, I was like, I, okay, I don't... But how many Chinese people do you really think, like, actual Chinese people are going out there and being like, she has appropriated the delivery method of my people. My takeout Like, how box. how dare she? Yeah, and yeah. I would also... Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Away. Isn't yeah. take, how take, dare isn't you? That, isn't that image of the takeout box, that's American. That I don't know. That I would I don't probably know, say it's American. I, I mean, like the white box like with pizza. like the little yeah. red, you know, mm-hmm. the, yeah, images yeah, the little, on the side. Right. Maybe it is, but regardless of whether it is or it isn't, like, are there really that many Asians who are like, off- that's like if you know, I got offended that somebody now in in a show used a ping pong pong, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. No, it's not a culture thing. It's it's a method of <coughs> taking your food from point A to point B. Yeah. She should change it and make it one of those styrofoam things. Uh-huh. No, because then she's environmentally uh, unfriendly. Oh, that's true. She's not going to win this. She's no. not going to win this at all. She's not. No. She's done. She's so done. she should come in next time Taylor Swift with an orchestra? Or is she like culturally appropriating, I don't know, Vienna? I was just about to say, like, wait, wait. Austrian. I'm pretty I was, sure that's I was thinking American. about it, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. A banjo, maybe? And a harmonica? No, but then she's just perpetuating um, negative American stereotypes. Aww. See, this but is the, this is where this is the thing. Not negative. I mean, but I kind of like a, a banjo, but it's associated but with like you know true. like hillbilly lower, culture lower and whatever. See, Ooh. this is this is the thing. You're that's never true. gonna win. No, no, no. No matter what you do, no, no, no. somebody will be offended. Yeah, totally. So do look at Alana. By the most beige person there is. <laughs> Yeah, she's many things, but she's offensive. I don't think she is. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. I mean, she's many things, but she's not interesting enough to be offensive. Nah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, no, no. When I saw Burn. that, I'm like, he gets riled up about Beyonce and Taylor yeah. Swift. So yeah. I was like, oh, no. an article about Beyonce and Taylor Swift? That's going to be like his, you know. How like, funny. <laughs> like his explosion. Do you yeah. have any stuff like that that like riles you up or whatever? That riles me up? Yeah. Well, you know. She's looking to her husband here, like, because <laughs> he would know what, yeah. what what sets her off. I can't really think like other than like social injustices. Then no, like in pop culture, no, I really don't like. Yeah, you know what? It's pop culture, me. people. Yeah. It's not like this right. is none of that really phases me. If I see a young person being mean to an older person, that 
That really grinds my gears. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. I get really upset. I think we can yeah. agree. Yeah. Although sometimes old people are asking for it, I'm just saying. I mean, but when you get old, doesn't that give you kind of like a little pass? Like just to... Mm, to a degree. To a degree, To a degree, course, to a degree. Of course, yeah, yeah. but like if it's like your mom, you know, and you're in Sedano's and you're shopping and she's taking too long, like you don't yell at her in Sedano's. That's not nice. It's your mom. I was just she thinking now. I was just thinking now. <laughs> also, gonna... you're in Sedano's. Like, exactly. What like, yeah. I was just thinking, you're going to end today's episode with a thought Taylor Swift's uh, billboard performance, aren't you? <laughs> the music. <sighs> I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. This is like Sophie's Choice. <laughs> you know, God forbid that you cross Queen Bee. I'm more of a Rihanna fan. Oh, I, don't like, I don't care for her either. She's super Susie. I like it. <laughs> it's so like not me. So I'm like, perfect. She's you know like what's funny? When she, came, when she came out with that album, Good Girl Gone Bad, yeah. she really did go bad after that. Let's see, top of the yeah. yeah. Hello. Have you yeah. seen? Like, yeah. She I'm, even got like her woman body after that. Have you seen those That's ads true. for Fenty Hello. Beauty? Yeah. What? I was like, I wow. Right here in my purse. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was like Rihanna. You know. Rihanna. You know the thing is that we kind of forget that when she first came out, she was like what fifteen? Yeah. With Bunda Replay. Yeah. Oh, she was that young. She yes. was like fifteen. Oh wow. Little girl. So, so we kind of forget that even when she did Umbrella, she was like what not even twenty. Yeah. If that. And, you know, totally. so now she's like a woman. She's you know? a woman now. You know, Get with it. her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do like how she's like, she's be, she's like, yeah, she's like totally dirty and she doesn't give a fuck. She, she doesn't yeah. care. I think she, she really might still doesn't. Be she's living her best life. Yeah. She's like, I just don't care. It's funny because when <laughs> that song Work came out, I was like, this song is going nowhere. <laughs> like, like, what? Little did you know. Like, this song sucks. But then not only did it go to number one, but then I downloaded the song. And I like her. Like, I like yeah. her. I don't. Yeah. But I particularly didn't like that song yeah. when it came out. But, yeah. That was me with Umbrella. I wasn't a huge fan. Really? With Umbrella? Umbrella? See, I didn't care for her version of Umbrella, but Mandy Moore's cover. Oh yeah, is really pretty because it's Ooh. it's like it's acoustic almost. I love acoustic covers. Yeah, but you know what? Going dirty for her kind of worked because yeah. prior to that, she was like another cute little you know yeah. young pop singer. Yeah, totally. You know, she but has then, her own like little lane. Yeah, but, but she's now not competing with anybody? Huh? No. She's not competing with no. anybody. But 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 that's because she carved it out. Right, 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 right. Her right. first mm-hmm. couple of albums, she yeah, was just totally like a pretty you know pretty girl mm-hmm. that could dance and sing. Nothing talented, yeah. but nothing. Yeah. Something she out was of this just world. there, yeah. yeah. But then it's like, whoa, look at you, Rihanna. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah, totally. Anyway, bueno, I think we're gonna wrap up. I think we are, um, unless you want to talk about the economy of China. No, again, no. <laughs> like no, again. Uh. <laughs> so, this has been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Wait, are we? We, we gotta do our last sodas. Oh my gosh, you made me forget about the last soda. Yes. <laughs> All right, so as our guest, Angie, we're going to let you go first and, and, you know, award your last soda of the desert. I would award my last soda to the Neighborhood Heroes. You can follow them on Instagram. And they kind of do something similar to what I'm trying to do. They help the homeless. They feed the needy. They help um, school supplies. They bring school supplies to schools Mm -hmm. and things like that. They work with hashtag lunch bag. Awesome. And so it's the neighborhood, neighborhood heroes, heroes, all one word mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great, great. We'll provide a link for, for them. Yeah. Okay. Do they have a website, maybe? Do they? Um, yeah. We'll I include think so. that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'll get you all their information. To yeah, like. yeah. Please do. And actually, mm-hmm. I just want to take a, a second here. I mean, as you know, you're you're starting with your small seeds, mm-hmm. grow big trees. Yep. 
I got it right. Um, definitely want to say we're we're up for you know. Oh, thank you so much. Guy. I you definitely know, I, always need like. You know, we, we're always looking on ways to give back, and, and mm-hmm. definitely want to be part of, of whatever awesome. efforts you you are, are putting out thank there. Thank you. I'll keep you posted. Well, my last Coke is, like, kind of frivolous compared to her, like, philanthropic Coke, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Mine is going to more for shits and giggles. But uh, my last Coke goes to Cersei Lannister, <laughs> Game of Thrones, because that bitch outlived the White Walkers. <laughs> Spoiler alert for those who haven't seen, you oh. know? And, you know, for a Game of Thrones fan like I am... You know, I, I like them bad bitches, and Cersei Dang, is giving Dang, people... I should have given mine to Arya. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, neighborhood heroes. Arya Stark for president. <laughs> because that uh, uh, the, the forces of evil are strong with that one. So we'll see what happens to her. I say she stays on the Iron Throne. Sure. <laughs> so many things. I'm like, we're going to need another half hour. We should have like a, like a Game of Thrones. Well, okay, you don't watch it. No. No, Game of Thrones, you know, uh, what is it after the Thrones they're, yes. they're speaking? Oh, so. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, my last soda is actually going to go to you, Angie, Aww. for joining us today and, and for, for spending Thank time with you. us. Um, not just for that, but also, you know. Do we have a, co- a can of Coke here that we could give her? <laughs> we, should, well, we, we have a croqueta instead. Yay, that's um, even better. You know, one of the things is, as we've talked about, you know, there's all these influencers out there. And yeah, you know, you, you, have, a, you have your brand and whatever, but. What we love about you is not only your fantastic disposition. I mean, you are literally just like you radiate yeah. happiness. Yeah, you're just like we're every happier time. Than you're here. Yeah, every time we've seen you, even like when you leave a comment or it's just like it, I can I can almost feel the smile coming through. So thank you for just being that type thank of person. You. But you're also using your platform to do something else. You know, you're, yeah. you're many times, and nobody would blame you. You're a mom, you know, to be like, listen, I got my plate full with the with the mommy blog, the beauty blog, and that's where we're going to draw the line. You know, you've decided that let me do something else and give back. And I think that's also something Thank that you. more people should probably at least consider. Yeah. <laughs> Whether they do it or not is a different story, but at least consider it, you know, yeah. and, and, and we love you for it. So Thank you. And you were a pleasure to have on our show. It was fun. It was totally fun. I was nervous at first, but it's fun. Nervous? Nervous. I'm sitting with the cool kids. We're recording from my son's playroom. <laughs> you know? I'm like, this blanket is so soft. You are one of the cool kids, okay? <laughs> we we are the ones who feel sometimes like imposters, okay? <laughs> so, anyway, as always, we hope you listen, laugh, and learn. And grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupinha. And thank you for joining us. That was episode 62. Thank All you. Look what you made me do Look what you made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you just made me do Look what you made me do Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.